We all know something about the pleasures, distraction and entertainment that pop culture offers us. The movies we watch, the celebrities whose fashions we follow, the ads whose stories make us smile, all of these make up pop culture today. Pop culture is our favorite time pass and we spend a good amount of our hard-earned money on it too. Pop culture tells us what is cool and what is not, what is in and what is out, even what is right and what is wrong. And most of what we consume, we consume uncritically, almost naively, just as half people compulsively consume soft drinks without worrying about the damage caused by excessive sugar. But here's one thing you should know. Consumers may devour media casually just for fun. But those who are creating media content are doing so not casually at all. Investors, lobbyists, political strategists, marketing experts, movie makers, writers, artists, they all have their own vested interests, commercial, political, religious or ideological to cater to. The bottom line is there are huge capital investments being made in shaping a free people into a market, an audience and a believing public. Pop culture is powerful. And once the power of pop culture is unleashed on defining a people or a religion as the enemy, then what follows is something like a holocaust. It does not have to be an instant physical holocaust, but a subtler one. One in which the target culture is persuaded by media to misunderstand itself and demean itself and erase itself out of existence in just one generation. This is not an accident. Mm -hmm. Someone or something has invested in making this happen to you and your descendants. A thousand years ago, a zealot who hated your religion came on horseback and broke the arms and heads of your goddesses. Today, a zealot just needs to make a movie or TV show that persuades you that it's cool to spit on your own gods. I'm presently working on a book on Hindu phobia. I'm starting to find that these representations of Hinduism in today's media and popular culture are not just bad, but dangerous. Where has Hinduphobia come from? First, it was the colonial missionaries from England and America. Then, their lies and hate about Hindus got repackaged as health journalism in a book called Mother India. It was written by an anti-immigration activist called Catherine Mayo. Mayo considered Hindus a health risk to the world. And her book was so influential, there was a time Indians could not even get visas to go to America. Mother India, unfortunately, is not in the past. The movie Slumdog Millionaire, which was a huge hit around the world, changed the characters' names from the novel to make all the villains Hindu and victims Muslim. They even show Rama appearing in a mob that is killing the hero's mother. The myth of Hindu terror is growing in US media. More recently, the show Quantico depicted the antagonists as Hindu terrorists planning to slaughter innocent people in America. And it's not just fiction. The New York Times has been systematically biased in its coverage of Hindu-Muslim riots, naming Hindus for violent acts, but never the other way around. Now, Hindu-phobia is not just an American phenomenon. If you are a Hindu in India, you should be even more concerned. Since 2015, there have been many cases of newspapers tweaking reports on crimes done by non-Hindus to suggest Hindus or Hinduism was somehow to blame. In addition to fake news and narratives, there's a low-intensity cultural war raging against Hindus in Indian popular culture today.
Our goddesses and gods who stand for high ethical ideals as mothers, fathers and friends are being violently targeted in media messages. Usually, when this level of effort is made to demonize a people, it means there's a deeper intent to take over their land, freedom, sometimes even their lives. Many Hindus today think that being in a majority implies such concerns are exaggerated. But remember, every civilization is only one generation away from total extinction. But this is not the end. We can still work to preserve the India of our Devis and Devatas and our Pancha Bhutas in our rivers, lakes, forests and air. To achieve this, we must become smart media consumers. Notice what the media say and don't say. Question their biases. Tweet to the advertisers and sponsors. Don't spend on Hindu-phobic brands. Start the Media Satyagraha to save India today. This is Vamsi Juluri, Professor of Media Studies at the University of San Francisco for Upward.